I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Ro, host of the Queen Pod. We are on a mission to offer you a companion piece to the entire Queen back catalogue track by track. And Queen are letting us play all their music. To find out about how to support us and access some Bijou exclusives, pop along to patreon.com forward slash Queen Pod. So, without further ado, where are you now? Now I'm here. the greatest riff in rock and roll it may be for me welcome to queen pod uh i am your host ro now i know their names on site it's a uh, comedian suze kepner hello that's right and we got uh, queen documentarian simon lockton now i'm here <laughs> and uh, now he's there it's comedian john robbins <laughs> hello lovely stuff so we are making these 15 minute super short pods um, focusing on each track on uh, Queen Greatest Hits Volume 1, which has been re-released this year. So we're celebrating that. So Now I'm Here is written by Brian May. Uh, it's from the Sheer Heart Attack album. It was released as a single on the uh, 17th of January in 1975. We do talk about this song in some detail uh, on Series 1, Episode 8 of the main pod when we look at Sheer Heart Attack. Um, but here we go. Three bangers in a row. Crazy little thing called love. Somebody to love. And now, now I'm here. Uh, and Simon is going to tell us all about who's here and why. Indeed. Um <laughs> For those people listening who aren't very familiar with this particular song, I would, as Ro has just said, strongly recommend that you listen to our Sheer Heart Attack podcast for season one because the context um, that this particular song was written in is quite fascinating. Um, In short, it was written by Brian May when he was in hospital recovering from hepatitis um, and the story about how that came about and its repercussions are worth listening to if you've not heard it before. Um, It was also written after the band had been touring extensively, uh, particularly as support for Mott the Hoople in the USA, and there are references to that time in the song's lyrics. Um, But what is perhaps most significant, though, is that it was the single that was released straight after Killer Queen, Um, And Freddie has admitted it was a conscious choice to remind everyone they were still a rock and roll band and reassure reassure anyone who had been alarmed by the slightly whimsical vibe of Killer Queen. Um, Although it didn't chart particularly well, it was a firm favourite of the band and, of course, the fans, um, and has the record of being the most present in their live shows, first appearing in the year of its release in 1974 and being played at every tour right up to and including the Magic Tour in 1986. Um, 
Perhaps one day we will do a podcast on great openings to Queen concerts, um, and in which instance I suspect Now I'm Here would be a strong contender for being one of, or if I dare say it, the best opening to a Queen show. Ah, wonderful stuff. It's absolutely <laughs> true. Absolutely true. Shall we listen to a... Uh, a, a, a nice big fat section of the song. I picked the middle section of the song because it actually surprises me quite how instrumental that section of the song is. There's, and the relationship with the vocals is really quite smart. So I thought we'd listen to a bit of that. saying that 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 decision to release it as a single after um killer queen is probably a similar decision that goes into where it's placed on greatest hits and you can tell that they also want to remind people as they're listening to this album that they are a heavy rock outfit (laughs) as well yeah yeah and inevitably queen one and queen two aren't particularly well represented on the greatest hits uh, album so I think it's really important that this track is is on there despite probably being much lesser known to the general public it it's sort of a nod to their very heavy roots Mm, yeah um because sort of there's three tracks off jazz there's three tracks off the game there's nothing off queen one there's uh one track off queen two Mm. so i'm really glad it's in it's in here because it represents such a big part of the queen's story it's doing a lot of the heavy lifting for that part of their back catalogue yeah Mm. and for that aspect of their musical personality as well you're right like they do have they are a rock band uh, when they Mm. need to be uh which is absolutely awesome yeah i was just uh i was just uh, when I was listening to that, just what Simon had said about the fact that Brian was doing the whole thing from his from his hospital bed, was putting that together, <laughs> um, terrified that the band were about to fire him, which they never were going to. But um, uh, and I just thought, my God, um, what an amazing Christmas special of Casualty that would be if they did like a little period casualty with, with Brian May writing down here, little flight of fancy. That would it be doesn't the matter, one. <laughs> 
I like, no, I want to yeah. see, see this episode of Casualty. I like a one episode yeah, arc. They always have one. And it's like, there's, uh, have you been in bed three? There's a rock singer. He's writing some song about touring America. <laughs> and at the end of the episode, it becomes exactly. a huge hit. I've seen yeah, worse yeah, exactly. storylines than Casualty. I don't watch that. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Hang on, I've got it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's such a perfect title. It encapsulates everything in the yes. song. And... It sounds like a pretty, it's a great rock song, but it sounds like, yeah, that's a standard rock song, not too many surprises here. But unlike most rock songs, there's no trying to be cool in it. There's not really any drugs or rock and roll or any sex, isn't it? Just Brian met a woman who he thought was cool. Right? This is a, a song that is purely about, oh, wow, we're really here in America, and it's awesome. <laughs> um, and... I, lo- I love that. That's, doesn't it? It's so pure. <laughs> no, we talked about their sort of, you know, we say that news of the world and the game is sort of fixing on America, but actually it started with Shea Artak. I thought Tenement, Funster, and Now I'm Here are already starting to look across the pond mm. in that way. Just mm-hmm. to uh, correct myself, oh, yeah. there are actually four tracks on Greatest Hits from the game. So when you think about it in terms of the albums they're coming from, from the first four albums, there are five songs, and then from the game, there are four songs. Mm. So that shows you what a huge sort of hit machine they become in the late mm. 70s and early 80s. And of course, mm-hmm. this was released only a year after the game as well, so it would have been fresh in their memory and yeah. what they were experiencing at the time. Yeah, yeah. So very good observation. Absolutely. Um, so, Simon, what have you got to say? Have you got anything to blow our minds with? Guaranteed to blow your mind. Have you? Yeah. Well, you know, just by coincidence. But before I do, um, it's it's. I love this song because they're all having such fun with it, and and I think the reason they can go crazy on it is because of that bass line that John is laying down, which is almost the melody of of the song, which just enables everyone else to to go crazy. So hats off to John on this one. He really is playing a blinder. But um, I just as I said, this 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 is the most uh, uh, regular feature on the on the tour list um, song out of all the Queen's catalogue. Um, so I thought we just had to have a bit of it live uh, to, to to enjoy. Oh yes, and please. you can see why they loved doing it because as you'll hear from this clip, they just get to have fun with the song and and play around with it. So I imagine on each tour, it was it was done differently. Oh, which, yeah. um, which is what that song gives you the, the ability to do and Queen had the talent to do. So um, let's just revel in this for a bit, shall we? Oh, yes, please. Just to you and me.
That was Montreal, but was well, of course, of course, where they're playing right. super fast. Yeah, the way the way that Roger just goes on those—that's just mind blowing stuff. It really is. It's that sore shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about the live thing is that I think it's where Freddie started to develop his call and response. Right, he'd go, "Now I'm here," and the crowd would go, "Now I'm here." Like, I think is that on Live Killers? They start doing things like that. They, he would do call and response like with that song, which then I think kind of. I'm not, kind of not can't remember where that. exactly that started, but it, the first time they did it on tour, it opened the show with, with you know Freddie sort of bouncing across the stage, which had you know, yes, him on yes, one side yes, and someone else. You know, so, yeah. But yeah, yeah so you're cool. right. It yeah. did develop into that thing where he would yeah. then play with the audience, and and there he's just messing about with the echo on his mic and absolutely. Um, or they might um, they might like do a bit of now I'm here and they go I think that's on live killer as well they go into another track or even the guitar sort of prog yeah, rock type yeah, guitar solo that happened a lot back yeah. into, no, they, they loved it they absolutely loved it it's an amazing thing so if you only have the Queen Greatest Hits album uh, and you are hanging out exclusively with deep cut Queen fans and you're like oh my god I'm a gooseberry I better um, uh, give you some some advice on how to pass yourself off as as one of us, as one of us deep cut Queen fans. You could just use the riff after any sentence. So so like you could just say something like, um, uh, well, you know, it's the song that kicked off Freddie's whole AO routine. Bow 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 bow. You just do that. You could do that <laughs> off any sentence. You could just say, I'm going to the shops to pick up some bread. Bow 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 bow. That's what I say. So anytime you see a Queen fan walking past, just bow. It feels good doing now, <laughs> isn't it? On the pop, that's what I've got for you guys. That's what I've got for you. You're welcome. So, <laughs> so um, coming up next on this version of Greatest Hits is Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy, missing from the US version entirely. Should also say Now I'm Here is also missing from the US um, Greatest that's Hits. That's insane. But it's all wow. about the US. <laughs> but it was placed back there in 1992 by Hollywood yeah. Records. Hooray! Well Probably done, including Hollywood a wrapped remix. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it about America or is it about Nurse Hoople, who uh, helped on the casualty episode and got written <laughs> into the song? <laughs> hey, don't worry, Nurse. I've put a line in for you. Yes. Oh, thanks, Brian. <laughs> And she walks out of the she clo- as she closes the curtain she goes whoa like rolls her eyes <laughs> yeah. and goes yeah. to get Doctor Peaches hit. yes yeah. <laughs> first name Mott um, so um, um, uh, so yes we have good old fashioned lover boy coming in um, my question is uh, are you hearing at the end of now I'm here good old fashioned lover boy or are you hearing Roger screaming into uh, in the lap of the gods. <laughs> Which is what open side B of sheer heart attack sues. I think I lap of the yeah, gods. Yeah, it might be. I, yeah. How does it? I, I want to. I can hear it, but I can't do the notes, and I'm going to ask you to try and do. <laughs> That's raw talent. That is raw <laughs> talent, listeners. Can't beat that. It's a lot of noise. That's what happens 
when uh, you listen to a Queen pod. Simon, what are you listening to? Uh, I'm now hearing Sue's doing the opening. Yeah. To the lap of the and, and forever. I apologise. And forever more, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm lap of the gods. Must apologise. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Must apologise. <laughs> John Robbins, what are you hearing? I think, uh, I think I'm think i hearing um, Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy. I can dim the lights and sing you songs. Because it goes into Lap of the Gods, not Lap of the Gods Revisited, doesn't Love it? Love that track as well. And I think probably as a child, Lap of the Gods was a little bit scary with the sort of slightly slowed down voices. So I'd imagine I'd have gone past that. Yes, yes. Yeah, Roger sounded like a ghost in agony. So he thought, right. <laughs> okay. Um, fantastic stuff. Well, join us next time as we uh, get involved with good old fashioned lover boy. In the meantime, why don't you email us at queenpod at thequeenpodcast.com? We might just email you right back. You can also comment on our social media at the, at the Queen Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can go along to patreon.com forward slash queenpod to find out all kinds of treats uh, that we will give you in return for your lovely support. And there is actually a lovely community building up in this lovely little listener-run Queen Pod fans Facebook group thing. Jump in there. It's lovely and fun there. Um, and in the meantime, uh, let me ask you all to keep playing Queen loud. Hooray! Goodbye, everybody! Bye! Bye-bye! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.